Hey, I'm Micah. And I'm Jen. From 1994 to 1996, Jen lived in the middle of nowhere, Montana. But not by choice. She was sent to a therapeutic boarding school. I had some issues. While there, she performed hard labor. There was also a lot of forced exercise. Went through daily, hours-long group therapy. That shit didn't work. And when she left, she was left with some holes in her life. Holes? One of the holes was her pop culture hole. Yeah, I missed a lot of shit. And that's a hole we can fill. So don't slow down. It's time for... I never saw that. Vroom. Vroom? Well, neither of us had anything to start with, so I decided to start with Vroom. It's the universal... Welcome to our Fast and the Furious podcast. No. No. Not that? There There are those. This is not... Oh, we're not doing that. Those. We're not pivoting. This is speed. Oh, we're still on the stuff that's and so really old. And so room is like a thing you say. Speed. When a vehicle goes really fast. Yeah, we're talking about speed. Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock, 1994. Yeah, we are. Hey, Jen, you want to know trivia right off the bat? <sighs> you want to know what the original proposed title was for this movie when it was in screenplay form? Can I guess? Mm-hmm. Well, how many words is it? I'm holding up two fingers. That's two. good. For, sorry. We are just getting back into this again, you guys. I don't know if you noticed, we've been gone for a while. In our last episode that just came out, another Sandra Bullock movie, While You Were Sleeping. Uh-huh. What about it? We recorded a year ago. Oh, God. I forgot about that. We really haven't done this. Yeah. So I just held up two in fingers. In a year. I thought we were doing charades, which is another popular podcast genre, charades. Yeah. Okay. So it's two words. Two words. Bus trip. No. Bomb bus. Not close. Bus bomb. No. Um. One of the words is in the title, the actual title of the movie. Speed bus. Flip it around. Bus speed. Not bus speed, but speed's in the right position now. This is like the Wordle version of bomb speed. The title. Speed is correct. Go speed. Go speed. Not correct. Hostages speed. I'm shaking my head a lot. I don't know. Sandra no. speed. Can I just tell you? Yeah. How about I just tell you? Minimum speed. Minimum speed. Minimum speed. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I mean, that'd be such a weird title. It but is then weird, I guess isn't speed it? is a weird title too. I can't quite put my finger on why it's so shitty, but it's so like I wouldn't go see that movie. Minimum speed. Like, <laughs> it sounds like a really late... The sequel to Driving sounds, Miss Daisy. Yeah, exactly. It's like how my grandma drove. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> huh. Minimum speed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, just speed is strange, too. It should be like speed limit, you know, or something like that. Yeah. And I think speed's pretty good because it's just like... Yeah, again, but... speed limit is emphasizing the the lower limit of it, the bottomness. Kind of? The lowerness. But, I mean, it also suggests that that limit is going to be broken blown out of here lots of things were blown out of here in this movie oh because of bombs bombs i thought you were making like a weird sex joke for a second no we'll get to that it is a movie about a bomber guy uh-huh dennis hopper has oh, yeah. dennis Hopper? well okay i don't want to say anything why not it's a podcast that's what you do you say things micah mm-hmm. everyone knows What's coming? And if you if they don't know, then it's because this is the first episode they've ever listened to, mm-hmm. and they're about to find out what's what's going to happen. How we m- make funny jokes about old no things? how no oh. how there's a certain segment that you like to do. 
Oh, we're not. We're not to doing keep that. Keep me yeah. up. Are we? On we're not doing see in the funny papers anymore. I thought we were doing. We do it later. I'd like drop it in when you weren't expecting it. Not like right at the beginning. But you want to do it before we get into the movie at all? We always do. Okay. So, can I just mention this is fucking comedy gold right here. This is podcast gold. All the our podcast is not advertisers. So, it's not solely are signing comedy. Up now. I know. I mean, it's partially funny sometimes because I take really bad notes. <laughs> but you fixed that this time. By not taking very many notes. Yeah. Although mm, I didn't fix it. I looked at my notes and it turns <laughs> out. Well, no, there's just a couple that I don't know what they are. Cool. I can't wait to get to those. So I do want to talk about one change that our listeners may have noticed, um, but maybe not because maybe they couldn't find us. Um, we're not on Spotify anymore. I don't know if anyone noticed because <laughs> we're taking a stand. We, we stand with Neil Young and Joni Mitchell mm-hmm. and that dude from the E Street Band. Bruce Springsteen. No, not him. The other one. Mm. Not the Max Bruce, one either. Um, Winterstein. Bruce. That's weird. Do you I get never it? knew there was a Bruce Springsteen and a Bruce Winterstein no, in the same no, band. No, did you get it? It was. Why do you get it? <sighs> I didn't know that. You laugh at a joke when oh, someone makes a joke. Sorry. That's we'll really put, funny. We'll put it in and post. Yeah, man. We're sticking it to the man. And like <laughs> Spotify is going to feel yeah. our, you know, like, yeah. We're making We're light of this. But making honestly, a pretty like, big fuck st- Joe Rogan. We can, oh, we can well, say obviously. that, right? Okay. Yeah, fuck Joe Rogan. So you can find us everywhere else still. iTunes yep. and all the other places that are probably also... As bad. And I think Joe Rogan's still available on iTunes. I don't know how that fucking works, but don't listen to that guy. Are we doing See You in the Funny Papers? Yeah, let's do it. See you in the funny papers. See you in the funny papers. See you in the funny papers. All right, so September 10th, 1994, we've got a beautiful little comic, one we've um, talked about before. So you'll be familiar with the characters, I think. Um, A born loser. I doubt it. Born Loser is what we're talking about today. Do you remember The Born Loser? No. I, think I mean, just, I remember the name The Born Loser, but I don't remember It was just a few comic. days ago we did one where there was a, it was an elevator gag. It was really funny. Boy, I sure don't remember. But again, a few days ago is a year ago. Yeah. So. We're really messing with time, the time-space continuum on this one. Um, so today's has three panels, Jen. Three. Yep, I got it. Three panels. Um, in all three panels, it's the same drawing, okay? Exactly the same? Pretty much. It's, um, let me peruse here. Yeah, I don't see any differences. No, his face is a little different. Okay, there's a chair. It's a profile of a chair, like a recliner, kind of like what you're sitting in right now. And the born loser, our main character, is reclining in the chair like a an awkward, unnatural amount of reclining. Like his arms are <laughs> hanging over the sides, the uh-huh. arms of the chair. Okay. Um, and his foot is up on a little tiny ottoman, which is just looks like two shitty small pillows. His feet are up on that. And he has a newspaper. He's reading the newspaper and it's up on his knees. Okay. Uh-huh. And there's a kid, a tiny kid perched on the back of the chair, like holding himself up on the back and his feet are way up in the air. Okay. Um, and he says, I keep reading in the sports section about a salary cap. The kid says this? The kid says that. And the second panel says, is that like a baseball cap? And then the third panel, the born loser guy, he kind of smiles. So his face does change a little bit in the drawing. And he says, Haha, except it's made of money. 
That was the yeah. So that was the third panel, and then so that was the end of that was the end. That was the joke part. Oh yeah, the funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like a hat made of money. I get it. Yeah, it's made of money. Yeah, because if it was a hat, it would just be money hat. So do you know why I chose this? No, I sure don't. Because September tenth, nineteen ninety four, was the last time that baseball games didn't happen due to a labor dispute. And right now there's been a lockout in Major League Baseball. Wow. So I thought that was a little, you know, serendipitous. Is that the word? Really Synchronicitous. Current events. Yeah. I just want people to know this is like my version of holding up the newspaper in a hostage photo. You know, I want people to know know, like like we just recorded this. You know what I like is when you pick comics that there's like literally just nothing to say about. Well, nothing about instead the comic of itself. Instead of like something we could have like an actual conversation about or something like, it's really fun for me. Yeah. When I just get to sit here and listen to you describe mm-hmm. a comic mm-hmm. and then you do the punchline and then I'm just like, well, and you okay. You just love it. You just, and you just love it because you love comics so much. We've covered this. Listen, Everybody knows. I, it came to my attention. <laughs> one of our loyal listeners, Laura, uh, let us know that Mutz is one of her very favorite comic strips, and she loves comic strips in general. And that the guy who makes, who does Mutz, whose name I already don't remember, um, does a lot of work for like getting pets adopted and stuff. I don't think his name came up. I just talked yeah, shit about him. Yeah, his name was on was the terrible. post that she did. It's Patrick something. So is this where I do an apology, a public apology? No, I okay. I just sort of wanted to talk a little bit about it because I. You all, you know, you guys know how much I love seeing the money papers, and <laughs> yeah, it's evident. Um, I, you all know too that Micah intentionally picks the worst comics. What he doesn't pick good ones. Uh, no, I pick some that are so historically we, interesting, we like pick, today. We do ones that we're gonna laugh at and make fun of, but I feel a little bit weird about that because I don't want to like make fun of people's art. Mm-hmm. Um. And you don't want to, like, other people enjoy them, so you don't want to yuck their yum, as they say. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. But, um... But you don't. But the I joke do. really here is is that you're describing them to me. Yeah. It's not so much the comics themselves, but, like, then on top of it, the comics Sometimes are, are really... Done, uh, like, the, the jokes are just so, so bad. I guess I, w- I will acknowledge that, um... Drawing a comic, even just like a single panel comic, every fucking day. Yeah, it's a lot. Like it's who, a lot. who does their job every day? Oh, most well, people have weekends. Yeah, okay. These people I have mean, to turn something in seven days a week, mm-hmm. year round. It's a lot. Yeah, so they're you know I That's can hard. I can give them some grace for having some bad jokes. The problem is that so many of them are just shitty all the time. Mm-hmm. In my personal opinion. And those are the ones that you're picking? Not on purpose. Or the I, this shitty, one, shitty okay, ones. You're right. You got me. But this this one is actually interesting because September 10th, 1994 is when it no, was I, published. And yeah, September 14th I, is when the owners of Major League Baseball decided to cancel the rest of the season. And there was no World Series, no playoffs. They canceled the season? Yep. Instead of? In September. It was like they played the whole season. They had been going. They had had... Uh, there was a strike that started August 12th. So the baseball players union struck on August 12th and walked out. 
because they hadn't been able to come up with a new collective bargaining agreement. And then a little over a month later, the owners were like, fine, there's no baseball. Wow. So they what didn't a have a World Series that year. Yeah. Still dicks. See you in the funny paper so Jen, had you have you ever seen Speed? Because when we started it, you were like, I think I've seen this. And then quickly. I think I had seen part of it. Okay. Met a couple decades ago. Like maybe when it was on reruns on cable or something. I don't like you know. You didn't watch the whole thing, but. I don't know. But I think I just want to warn people that it's going to be a shift from last week. Like you enjoyed this movie, right? Oh, no. Do you hate this movie? No, I like this movie. Oh. It was good. It's not a shift then. I mean. I think it's a shift in general for us. That we both liked yeah. something. Actually, that's, I don't remember a time that you liked something. Maybe that hasn't happened show. since Cool Runnings. You didn't like, you bashed the shit out of Cool <laughs> Runnings. You bastard. The greatest movie of all time. Okay. I will probably bash the shit out of this a little bit too, but come on. It's an old movie, but it's aged surprisingly well. I was surprised by how much I enjoyed it, honestly. I thought it was really good, which makes for not a great podcast. <laughs> sure it can. Um no, Keanu I'm Reeves and Sandra Bullock were adorable. So adorable. They just look like kids. Keanu Reeves is so cute. He's just so and so is she. She's very cute also, but like I just was really struck by yeah, they are both they are both very adorable and magnetic. And easily easy to watch. So, you know, since the whole movie is them. Yeah. It's and Dennis Hopper. Them. We started talking about Dennis Hopper a minute ago. I'm just wondering, has Dennis Hopper ever played like a normal person? No, he only plays crazy villains, like goofy, yeah, over right? the top villains. I'm serious. He's only been in Waterworld in this. No, because he was in uh, Blue Velvet. Is that what it's called? Mm. And he's a fucking Evil. scary fuck. Yeah. And what else has he been in? I don't know. He's been in lots of stuff. I know, but is he usually a crazy villain? Not always. I feel like Dennis Hopper plays that kind of unhinged character quite often, though. And he's either totally unhinged, where he's like a bomber terrorist, or he's a post-apocalyptic, I don't know. Boat. Water lord? Bo- boat <laughs> I don't guy. I to call him. Boat guy. But he he plays that unhinged type well. He does. Yeah. I mean, he makes a good villain. Yeah. I wouldn't say he's even, for me, he's not even a highlight of this movie, though. He was no. just kind of okay. Yeah. He's just whatever. He was fine. He did his job, but he wasn't that good at it, I don't think, in this one. He didn't blow me away. <laughs> um, but Keanu and Sandra Bullock are adorable. Mm-hmm. And their chemistry is really good. Mm-hmm. And I was struck by Keanu Reeves, like the first... 20 minutes of the movie, he's just chewing gum. Oh, yeah, it's cute. And I thought that was going to be his thing. It's like this cocky, but he can totally pull it off, Mm -hmm. this cocky thing, but he doesn't chew gum the rest of the movie. I feel like they should have stuck with it. It would have been funny if he was just smacking gum the whole time. I feel like that was more like setting up his character and his, yeah, like kind of cocky attitude, but lovably cocky attitude, I guess. Yeah, so the setup... Since you said setting up his character, the whole first like opening act of the film is setting up his character and how cocky he is and how smart he is and how he goes with his gut, but he knows what's going on. Um, the first scene, he comes flying over this 
hill, which I don't understand where the, it's supposed to be set in. Oh, it's in LA. Never mind. He comes flying over this hill in the car, like jumps the police car because there's a bomb threat in this elevator, right? Yeah, the opening scene is an elevator that goes on oh God, and, on and on and on and on and During on and on and on and on. opening titles and credits. I don't know what building that could possibly be. The titles are cool, too. They're like block letters and they have perspective, so it looks like they're at an angle. Wow, it's amazing. But the elevators for the title sequence make sense because the director of this was the cinematographer for Die Hard. Yeah, I mean, dude loves elevators. Totally makes sense. It felt like Die Hard for sure in that in, um, in parts of this. So Jan Debont is the director. I'm probably saying his name wrong. Um, he went on to do Twister in 1996, probably his biggest film. Um, he also in 1999 made uh, the remake of The Haunting with Lily Taylor. Oh yeah, right. The original Haunting is one of my favorite films. The remake is one of my least favorite films. <laughs> I don't remember it well enough to comment. It's not memorable. It was written by Graham Yost or yeah. Yost, which I got really excited about because that's the guy who wrote Justified. Well, it's not called. He wrote a short story. He developed called like Justified Fire in the Hole, TV which show, became yeah. Justified the TV show. Did he write? Yeah. Fire in the Hole? No, did he not? No. No, no, no. That's right. Because it was that other guy, Elroy. Elmore Leonard. Yeah. <laughs> Elroy. <laughs> So You know, the kid from the Jetsons grew up and he wrote a book. Anyway, he did Justified, so I got excited. Yeah. Because I like Justified. We also have um, Harry Temple is a character played by Jeff Daniels in this film. So boring. I just didn't give a fuck about him. He was kind of boring. He's just like, you're supposed to get attached to him. You know he's going to die because he's the partner that you're supposed to love. And he's a great guy. And he's a good guy. And he's a stand-up guy and he's a Jeff Daniels guy and he just gets blown <laughs> up and you know what's going to happen and it was like, yep. Well, yeah. there it was. He blew it up toward the end. He's like Keanu's mentor. He just was really boring to me. Yeah. Guts will get you so far and then they'll get you killed. Once again, not an outstanding performance. The only two outstanding performances were on the bus, basically. Some of the people, the bus passengers were good, though. I was into them. Yeah, I actually have taken some writing classes. I know the wife of the guy who plays Ortiz on the in this movie, who and he was fantastic. I thought I thought he was he was really good, quite funny. And yeah. um, his name's Carlos Sarasco. I or Carrasco, probably Carrasco. Anyway, uh, we probably could have gotten him on the show, but. We didn't, and so... Good story. Yeah. <laughs> I thought also um, it's a short little stint she has on the bus, but Beth Grant plays Helen. She um, knows Sandra Bullock's character. Sandra Bullock's character is named Annie, by the way, and Keanu's is named Jack. Um, Another Jack. Helen gets blowed up. I can't remember Helen. Oh, yes, I do. Yes, I do. She tries she to get off the bus. She was in the office. Yes. She played, like, Dwight Schrute's... Uh, ex-nanny who he brings to Jan's house for the dinner party that yes. fucking <laughs> awkward gross <laughs> painful yeah. episode she was also it's so, in God, it's really good though. the mindy project she was one oh, of the was she yeah nurses yeah yeah, yeah. Or, yeah no no not a nurse but yeah she worked anyway yeah yeah there were a few people in the movie uh, glenn Plummer was also good he was the guy whose jaguar 
Keanu Reeves steals at the beginning, or commandeers at the beginning while he's chasing down the bus. LAPD, get out of the car! Again, this is my car. I own this car. It's not stolen. It is now. Move over. Fuck! You scratch this puppy, and me and you are gonna have words. You understand? He has a short little thing. Um, We have seen him in a movie we did on this podcast. He seemed very familiar. What was it? Hackers? No. Uh, One of our favorites. Our actual favorites? No, I'm saying that with big air quotes. Again, I'm still getting into the podcasting thing. Mm, I don't know. Showgirls. Ugh. He was the choreographer guy that she goes Mm. and hangs out with for a while. Um, But he was really good in this. I have a note I'd like to ask you about, please. Oh, yeah. Can we do our new segment? It's not a new segment. It's We talk about it every time. Yeah. We just don't call it a segment. I think we need We're... to do some music for it or something, though. Okay. Jen's notes. Jen's notes. Out of context they're, notes. They're very bad. Um, I wrote in, I have in quotation marks, so it's cool now, it's over. Someone said that, I guess. So it's cool now. It's over. So it's cool now. It's over. I do remember that. Yeah. What is it? Um, Keanu says it, and it's at the beginning. Oh, I remember it, actually. It's when... So we should do a little background for people that haven't seen Speed. You know the basic idea, right? The bus has a bomb on it. Yeah. The bomber... Once the bus hits 50 miles per hour, the bomb is, like, turned on. Yeah, it's armed. Activated, armed. And if you then drop below 50 miles per hour after that, then it blows up. Which, they're in L.A. There's traffic on the freeway. You know that's going to come up. And then they're going to have to careen off an off-ramp. It's still going 50 miles an hour on a city bus. And then go down western at mm-hmm. 50 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. It's also believable. I mean, it's not. We but... used to live in L.A., guys. So let me tell you, I've done this before. I've driven 50 miles an hour everywhere all across the city and jumped over a bridge. It's You can do it. It's easy. So you want to so, go. Well, yeah, because here's the other thing is that not only do my notes not usually make sense, I have no short-term memory. Mm. And so I also, I remember the main plot, but I don't remember what Dennis Hopper's motivation was. It had something mm. to do with money. He wants money. It's not really money. So basically he's a, it's real money. That's what he wants. No, no, I know, but it's like clearly more than just money. He was a bomb squad, bomb expert or something, a cop for years, and he retired. His hand got blown off or his thumb got blown off. And And he was upset that they didn't like throw him a party or some shit. He got, he retired and they gave him a cheap gold watch and he didn't get. That's right. Oh my God, the watch. He had a cheap gold watch and he was like so sad about it. So he wants a whole bunch of money. So he, he. Builds a bomb on this elevator and wants to kill all these people or get a bunch of money. He doesn't get the money. Jack um, Keanu Reeves outsmarts him, saves all the people, and he gets away. They think he blows himself up, but then he blows up a bomb, a bus right behind Keanu Reeves one day and calls him on a payphone. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. That scene's awesome, actually. I love yeah. it. The bus blows up, and then you hear a phone ringing, and Keanu, like ignores it at first and then he just like the bus is like burning in the background and he's walking toward the payphone what do you think jack you think if you pick up all the bus driver's teeth they'll give you another medal 
It's awesome because you know, obviously, yeah. that it's going to be Nutbags McGee. Nutbags. Nutbags McGee. Harry, Harry Payne is his name. That's what I said. That's his offer's name. Um, and so Keanu is being toyed with by Harry Payne. So he tells him that there's a bus and if he goes under 50, it'll blow up. So Keanu chases the bus down. He gets on and he shows everyone on the bus his badge because he has to jump on the bus on the freeway. And apparently Keanu really did that. Because it really had already hit that. 50, yeah. Yeah, Keanu really did that Right, stunt. which makes him just so even more adorable and just like, he's so cute. <laughs> so he gets on, shows he's everyone badass. his badge. And this guy on the bus has a gun, pulls it out immediately because he's apparently, he is a criminal and did some crime and thinks Keanu's there to get him. So that's when Keanu says, I don't care about your crime. Whatever you did, I'm sure that you're sorry. So it's cool now. It's over. Oh. Something oh, that's like right. That. Because it, okay. I think that's why I wrote that down because that was so ludicrous to me. Like, yeah. wait, it's oh, like, so whatever that guy's crime was is done now. It's just like, because that's what that sounds like. Like, he's just, yeah, you're free. You're, you, it's like, um, you got immunity because you're on this bus. Cops in emergency bomb situations actually have the powers of a judge. Okay. Yeah. See, now that's in what LA, that in is. In the 90s. That's how a, it worked. A uh, detail that I think was missing from the plot. Mm-hmm. They could have explained that because it seemed just like a really stupid In certain moment. emergency situations, cops can just say, well, actually what he was doing was just lying to the guy to get him to drop the gun, Jen. He's had probably an hour and a half of de-escalation training. And so that's I mean, why he you're was not able to say, it's cool, man. It's over. The um, I I took actually almost no notes watching this. Um, but one of the first notes I took was, first guy I see, he gonna die. Stabbed in the fucking face. Oh, yeah. He gets stabbed. It's really in... gross. It's like the only gross part of the movie. Like Dennis Hopper sticks a screwdriver in his stabs ear. Stabs him in the side of the face. Yeah, it was gross. I was like, oh, shit. So that guy that pulled the gun on the bus, there's a struggle, and he ends up shooting the driver. So that's why Sandra Bullock has to start driving. Mm -hmm. She's just a passenger. She jumps on there and starts driving, and then there's a funny scene where she tells Keanu, like, actually... So you're a cop, right? That's right. Well, I should probably tell you that I'm taking the bus because I have my driver's license revoked. What for? Speeding. <laughs> so good. It was funny. It was good though. We're no, being, it is. It's clever. Yeah, their their chemistry makes it work, and they're both very talented actors. So. Yeah, yeah. That's why this is so boring. Us talking about it. <laughs> Just go watch the movie. Although guys. we why did are you not, we did not it? say that Keanu Reeves was talented when we talked about Johnny Mnemonic. I'm no. going to say like. That was a whole different game. And even in this, like him chewing the gum and being cocky at the beginning, like there are some scenes where it works and he pulls it off. And there are other times like when he's looking at the guy and he's like, it's cool, man. It's over. I I can't. I still I love Keanu Reeves now and I've come a long way and how Mm -hmm. I feel about him. But there are still moments where he's just acting so fucking hard Mm -hmm. and you can see. That he's unable to deliver that line in any other, like, I'm sure the director was like, can we take that again? Do it a little bit like this. How about you change that? And Keanu's just like, nope, this is what I'm doing. And it was good. So There there are times when I get thrown out of the suspension of disbelief. Mm -hmm. Okay, fair enough. 
But that's yes. just Keanu, man. You take the good with the bad. Yeah, it's cool now, Micah. It's over. It's over. Um, at about 45 minutes, I wrote down, um, there's a pretty big wad. Mm, mm-hmm. What's that? That was, uh, so Keanu's on the bus and he's trying to figure out where the bomb is so they can, so he can tell Jeff Daniels, who's back at the station, they're on a huge cell phone talking to each other. Um, he's trying to describe the bomb to him. So he has to stick his head under the bus. They take out like the floor oh. panel in the middle. You and know, he's it's not funny it. when you explain it. He's it's yelling not funny it back when you to explain Alan my Ruck. Notes. Remember Alan Ruck? Oh, that's right. Alan Ruck. From Ferris Bueller's Day mm-hmm. Off and Succession. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a tourist who's on the bus. Right. And Keanu hands him the phone and he says, I'm going to have to relay. I'm going to have to tell you what I see. So he yells. It's a big wad. That's like cop lingo for a bomb. I know. And but see it's the way not, they say it, it's funny in the movie. No, it's not funny when you explain my notes that yeah. are unexplained. It's funnier if I just say the notes out of context. Right. Well apparently I remember this movie better than I it's thought not, I would. It's not funny though. Okay, I'll stop remembering, sorry. You got any more? Yeah. Cans. There was no baby, it was full of cans. That's because <laughs> Sandra Bullock hit a woman with a well, she didn't hit the woman, but a, a stroller. Yeah. I mean, which, it was full of cans, so it was okay, but that was fucked up because, you know, it really should have been a baby. You know what I mean? Like. That would have been more fucked up. No, it was, it's just one of those, like. They were manipulating you. This movie is, like, not going to go real dark, guys. It's like, it's like. Haha, it's just cans, though. But really, in real life. But they don't play it for laughs. Like, Sandra Bullock's fucking terrified. It, like, raises the stakes of, like, we're all going to die. We're on a bus. And I just ran into a baby. Like, this is fucked up. What are we going to do? How are we going to get out of this situation? (sighs) They don't play it for laughs at all. She's, like, almost having a panic attack. Right, until she sees it's cans. Cans. She doesn't see it, though. Keanu has to tell her five times. There's no baby. It's cans. Why aren't they in school? Did someone yell that (laughs) because there were kids all over the place? The kids across the street. She was trying not to like hit all these kids. Like, yeah, that was funny too. That's my last note. That's it. That's That's it. That's all you got. Well, there's really not much else to the movie. I mean, they the bus can't go under fifty, so they drive around LA for a long time. Keanu finally, um, they get them on a freeway. And they're like, okay, we got this thing. This is going to be easy. The freeway's not even, like, it's closed down. It's not in use. Um, but they go a couple miles and they realize up ahead, the freeway's not finished. There's a 50-foot oh gap. Oh, my God. Yeah. This is the absolute so they, worst part of the movie. He's like, floor it. Let's go. And they jump the bus. We'll make it. Where, like. It's like uphill. The bus would just go straight down is what would actually happen. <laughs> the bus would go down, down into the hole. Yeah. It, there's no world in which uh, the bus would jump no, there isn't. those 50 feet. Uh, it was um, stupid. They did a Mythbusters episode about it and they, they did? determined that no, they could not have jumped the bus 50 feet. Oh, that's weird. We were just saying last night. That we'd like to see is something like a Mythbusters episode about it. Were you there when we had that conversation? No. Where were you? Who were you talking to? Me, my brother, you. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. So, I mean. They did actually jump the bus, but they didn't jump it over a gap like that. They used CGI to take the gap, take the freeway out. 
But they did jump a bus, just not 50 feet. How many feet? Well. One? The first time they tried to do it, they stripped the bus down. They were going to jump it. So they, like, tried to get it as light as possible. And they, like, ran it into something. So they missed the ramp and, like, ran it into something. And they couldn't use that one. So they set it all up again and they did it again. And they set up cameras so that they could have the bus jump over the gap and then they could capture it. They set up like little camera rigs on the side and they, the people that were doing it said, yeah, set the camera right there. There's no way the jump, the bus will jump that far. And this will be the perfect place to get a shot of it coming right at you. And the bus jumped way further than they thought and landed on the cameras. So Hmm. somewhere between 20 and 30 feet probably. Hmm. No. But not 50. Three feet. Maximum. (laughs) No, a bus doesn't jump. A bus doesn't jump one foot. It doesn't jump five feet. It doesn't jump. No. No. Nope. I believe you not. The way that they uh, outsmarted, because the guy, Dennis Hopper, was really big on like nobody could get off the bus. Mm -hmm. Because Keanu kept trying to convince him like, let these people off the bus, whatever. And he wouldn't let them do it. And so they did a trick with a videotape. He has a camera on the bus that Dennis Hopper's watching. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's what it was. Oh, my God. Okay. Dennis Hopper kept calling Sandra Bullock Wildcat. Wildcat. And in a also just truly unbelievable moment, (laughs) Keanu looks at her like hoodie or something. And it's like it says Arizona Wildcats on it. It doesn't even say Wildcats. It just Wildcats. says Arizona, yeah. It just says Arizona. And does he ask her, what was your mascot? Yeah, I think so. Or like, did you go to Arizona? Oh, you're a Wildcat? He's been calling you Wildcat. He can see us. Yeah. Anyway, he saw an Arizona hoodie and was like, oh, that's why he's calling her Wildcat. It was yeah. a real stretch. But anyway, yeah, that's... So he realizes that he, there's a camera on the bus and he's watching them. And so they get the footage they well, get a piece of footage that's like i don't know a minute long yeah and they loop it and they loop a, it so there that... are tv cameras around like um, broadcast vans and stuff so they tell them to hijack the uhf signal from the bus yeah so that dennis hopper is just seeing the same minute like over and over yeah. and over where all the people are still on the bus and then they do this super cool you know escape of the hostages thing where another uh, car pulls up next to the bus and they have like a board that they have to walk across and it's tense and yeah whatever they're, they're but they in all the airport the so they have a big like people mover from the airport pull up next to them and they drive around in circles on the runways for a long time get all the people off and then keanu goes or before that actually keanu goes under the bus remember yeah he gets off the bus yeah because how do they defuse the bomb i don't even remember that part they don't but he gets off the bus and he gets on a little sled that's attached to a truck in oh, front yeah. of them. Oh, yeah. And the captain says to him, right as he's getting on the sled to slide under the bus and look at the bomb, he tells him, don't get dead. Oh, yeah. I was pissed. I was like, that. I made that up. That's Jen's phrase. Don't get dead. I obviously didn't make that up. So he goes under there. He's on a little like sled with wheels Mm-hmm. He's that's attached to a cable to a truck. He's under a moving bus. They're going like 55 miles an hour on an airport runway. Yeah. And Jeff Daniels tells him that he has to strip the wires to see which wire to to cut or to jump. Not cut, but like make a circuit around basically. So he tells him, As, have you ever tried to strip a wire that's attached to something? 
Me? With like wire strippers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a super thin little wire and he tells them not to cut through it. I mean, usually like when I'm doing it, I prefer like a little bit faster. Like Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, like I'm more of like a 70 miles per hour girl Mm. when I'm stripping wires. When you're stripping wires. Under buses, you know. But I mean, it's fine. I, you can't, not everybody can. Uh, hang with that so i guess they had to just do 50 for this one so yeah they don't defuse the bomb he can't defuse it so he and sandy he gets back on the bus they get all the people off sandra's driving it and yeah do they put like a brick or they put something on the pedal the gas pedal yeah they like jam the gas pedal down and tie the steering wheel so it'll keep going straight and then they take out another section of the floor and they get on that and slide out the bottom, oh, but it God, has like right. wheels um, on it. Sled thing. How come they didn't just sled. do the? How come they didn't just do the people mover board thing? Because they had to keep the bus going. The I know, but they was gone once they rigged point, it, why they didn't they? Out of time. Whatever. So they, they just did it. They so dropped she out had the to bottom. Jump on top of his body. Yeah. On a sled thing, and, and the so bus careens through the runways and of course there's a plane out there still being towed onto the runway and it's a cargo plane yeah which makes really not a lot of sense right in this situation like they wouldn't like, just shut the whole airport yeah. down and say stop moving planes around like, please let's, um, <laughs> yeah that this was... plane didn't just land it didn't just take off or like it wasn't getting ready for that there's nobody on it it was weird didn't make sense so the bus goes into it and blows up and then Keanu and Sandra Bullock are lying on top of each other and she makes a comment, you know, like, oh, we're safe. We made it. And she's crying. And she's like, you're not going to get all mushy on me, are you? Yeah. And, and then he says, I might. And it's so cute. And then she says, well, you know, I've heard that relationships that start under intense circumstances never mm-hmm. work out. And so then they end that scene. And wait, but what's his response to that? I don't remember. That he doesn't respond there. He responds later in the movie to that with the line. They do it again, kind of. Later in the movie? That's the end of the movie. That's not the end of the movie. Well, it's close, though. It's not. It's not close? Nope. Once they're off the bus, it's nope. not even close to the end well, of the movie? Well, it's kind of close. I think that I felt... I was actually... Okay. <laughs> so I was um, really tired. I have had a few very emotionally trying days, I'm just going to say. And so... I was real tired and I was falling asleep. And so I think I missed most of the the end. end Well, let me describe it to you. No. And everyone else. No one wants to hear you describe it. (laughs) No. Just give us like what happens quick. So Harry Payne's still out there and they try to find him. But um, Jeff Daniels goes to his house and gets blown up. And then he asks them to drop the money at Pershing Square. And he's watching a garbage can. And so the cops drop the money and they surround it and they're watching it. But he sees all the snipers and everybody. So he goes down, puts on a police uniform. And Sandra Bullock and Keanu are in an ambulance driving to the Pershing Square area. And he Wait, takes, who puts on a uniform? Dennis Hopper puts yeah, on a okay. police uniform and sees Sandra Bullock and takes her with him. And says, oh, Jack told me that he wants me to take you you need to come with me. Oh, and right. so she goes. Right. Because they, they don't go know down what he looks like. into the subway. And mm-hmm. they pull the money out of the garbage can that way. And they're about to get away. And Jack's like, he's gone. How do you get it? How do you get it? He's He's gone. And he somehow, he goes over to the garbage can and like sees the hole in the ground. So he jumps down there mm-hmm. and sees that Sandra Bullock is wearing a vest full of dynamite. Oh, that's right. And yeah, Dennis yeah, yeah. Hopper has the trigger. Uh-huh. So... 
and the dead man trigger. If he lets go or he shoots him, then he they all blow up. Right. So they get on a train, and they fight on the train, and Dennis Hopper is on top of Keanu on the roof of the train, and he keeps saying that he's smarter than he is. He's way smarter than Keanu. And then Keanu pushes his head up because he sees a light that's hanging down above the train. Oh, yeah. And he pushes him up and knocks he Dennis knocks Hopper's his head, head off. I and forgot. Keanu says, yeah, but I'm taller. Oh, that's so good. How did I forget <laughs> that he was beheaded? Yeah. I, I really was like not, I was falling asleep, but I do I did see that, yes. Uh-huh. So the train is going. There's no way to slow it down, and they need to stop it. But um, he somehow defuses the vest bomb immediately. He just takes it off of her, and she's hmm. fine. So they get rid of that. But she's handcuffed to the pole in the train car, mm-hmm. like on the metro thing. And he, she's, she tells him to leave. She's like, you have to get off. You have to jump off and save yourself. And mm-hmm. he won't do it. So they sit there and hold each other around the pole. And it crashes out on the Hollywood Boulevard mm-hmm. right in front of the Chinese theater. Mm-hmm. And goes on its side and slides down the road. Mm-hmm. And they're in there. She's still handcuffed. And they're lying on top of each other again. And Keanu this time says, I've heard that relationships that start under intense circumstances don't last very long. And she says, or relationships based on intense events don't last very long. And she says, well, then we'll have to base it on sex. And they kiss. And that's the end. Oh, that's right. That's the very last line. Yeah, I think so. We'll have to base it on sex. Yeah. The end. Mm -hmm. Weird. That's a weird ending. (laughs) I it mean, that's weird. just like a and a really abrupt, strange place. Like, what about all the people who were on the bus? Like, we just never saw them again. No, they're all, all the... going to have sex. She's like, they're okay. all, yeah, they all no, had the same intense experience. Not. So she's thinking, we'll have to have an orgy. I saw the people on that bus, and I don't think that's what you she was thinking. You don't think Sandra Bullock wants to have an orgy with all of them? No, I know she doesn't. Hmm. Not that's a what single one of them the looked like Jesse James or Keanu Reeves. Well, Keanu Reeves looked like Keanu Reeves. Huh. So, yeah, there you have it. That's the movie Speed. That's Speed. Now, I will, be, in case James Anderson is listening, uh, I will say that, yes, this movie is just barely outside of our technical timeline, <laughs> which begins on August 16th, 1994. This movie came out June 10th, 1994, mm. I believe, something like that. So... It was just before I left home to go to... So if you've listened to the show before, you may know that um, before I was sent to Montana, I I went to a six-week program in Bend called Changing Directions. So I went there for six weeks before I went to Montana. So I would have left, you know, a couple weeks after this movie came out. Hmm. So it's very close. I did not see it at the time. You weren't going to see Blockbuster Films. I was out of it. Yeah. yeah. Actually, since I'm talking about changing directions and stuff, I'll just, I don't know if I've really talked about it or not, but, you know, we've had a lot of episodes and some things are going to get repeated probably. But uh, yeah, so I went to this program for six weeks for, you know, Trouble Girls. And I think there were 10 of us there. We did two weeks. We did a two week long backpacking trip in the Sisters Mountains. And, like, three days of that was a solo where I camped by myself. 
we all camped by ourselves, like spread out, like, you know, the counselors were, they knew where we all were, but that was really cool. That's the only time I've ever done. Well, actually, I think I did it one time in Montana too, but, and then, uh, on the last day of changing directions, our families came and to take us home. That was the last day we were going to do, we did some kind of like celebration thing, (laughs) but instead, the counselor called my family and me into her office and informed me that I was not going home, but I would be going to a therapeutic boarding school in Montana. And um, it was one of the worst days of my life, I guess. Because you had no idea. You, I had you were going home, you thought. zero idea. I mean, I did not see this coming. I, had, I didn't even know this was a thing. I didn't, you know, I was like, I did my six-week program. I'm going to go home, see my friends, whatever. Um, so, and not only was I being sent away, I didn't get to go home and say goodbye to my friends. You I went directly. We went straight there. Yeah, it was awful. It was, it was like a real, um, just, I don't know, just all my agency was gone hmm. that day, you know. Do you know, did you talk to other people that were there at Changing Directions? Like, did they all go home or did they, did some of them go? I only know of one, I'm not in touch with any of them anymore or and I wasn't at the time I guess I don't know the only person I know of is a friend who ended up coming to Mission Mountain School with me Mm. but she first went to another program they sent her to some other program first so I got there like a month or two before she did Um, and I don't know about everybody else I'm sure some other people were sent somewhere Mm. because that's what they do you know educational consultants so yeah um, that's the story of that's the glory of the day I was sent to Montana. Yeah, no, it sucked. But, you know, a lot of kids who go to these places are literally kidnapped from their beds in the middle of the night. So, like, two people usually will come in. They're like handlers. They come in. They literally take you out of your bed screaming, throw you in a van. And you go. And take you to another And take you to facility one of these or... programs. Like, you know, some of the girls who came to my school came that way. Because they don't want you to know and be able to escape before. Yeah, I or... guess. I mean, your parents, obviously, your parents arrange it. Like, they arrange to have you fucking kidnapped. Like, I mean, you have to just think. I mean, I just can't. I So I didn't go through that. My my transition was much gentler than a lot of people's, um, as awful as it was. Like, man, I don't know hmm. how. Yeah, that's how Paris Hilton was taken away. That's how my friend Sarah, who's been on this podcast, was taken away. So, like, was she at a different program, or she was at home? She was home when that happened. I think. Yeah, she was but home, she, and they had people come into their house and just grab her. Yeah. Out of bed in the middle of the night. That's what they do. That they do this regularly to people. It's a it's a it's a common practice. Yeah, so there you have it. This has been not our most fun episode. I feel like I apologize if my energy was low. We're going through some family stuff over here, some serious stuff with my dad that's really draining and uh so I'm sorry if I wasn't as uh, you know, quick witted. As I always am. I don't know why I wanted to say zesty. Zesty? That's not. Don't ever describe me as zesty. Zesty. That's like a fucking salad dressing. 
Not as zesty as you usually are. Yuck. Nope, still doesn't I'm sound good. I'm not a good. Dorito. Ooh, I want Doritos. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it so much. Yeah, it was um, good to be back. I hope you're enjoying it. it we're very excited to be back, yes. Uh, next week, I believe, is going to be an episode about a couple episodes of The Simpsons. Speaking of James Anderson. Yep, with our with uh, our friend James Anderson, who's been on the show twice before. and um, Our most prolific guest. Yeah, and this was another episode that we recorded a year ago. So Maybe even um, more. Actually, fuck, I parents. can't remember what. Oh, my God. It might have been two years ago. Holy shit, y'all. Oh, my God. Yeah, this one's been in the can for a while. Hopefully, somebody's been feeding James in there. Oh, that's funny. He'll he'll enjoy that. Will he? Anyway, yep. So, next week is uh, a couple episodes of The Simpsons, and then I don't even know what's coming after that. So Anything. It could and be it anything. it could be anything. Jen. Who knows? Uh, uh, well, it could be anything within the years of 1994 and chance. Yeah, that's kind of the thing. That's bet, kind of the thing about this I show. I bet there will be a good um, seeing the funny papers totally out of order. Oh, that's true. <laughs> what date? Oh, yeah. Wait. So have we done the same date? more? Are we going to be doing the same know. date more than once then? <gasps> oh, interesting. Guys, we'll have to wait and find out. We really are fucking up with the time-space continuum on this one. That's what yeah, happens because, when like, you take this a couple years off. actual time travel that we're doing mm-hmm. here. And so it, it'll be like... It'll be, we're going to discover whether the paradox exists oh, already, that you can, that you can it. change something that has already happened or like you can exist in two times. You know, basically, can a comic strip from 1994 exist in two different time periods, in two different, you know, timelines? I don't know. Wouldn't I have to choose the same comic and describe it? No, just twice? the same date. Just the same date? Yeah, because they're all. They're all connected. Yeah, mm. man. They're on the same page. And so anyway, thank you to Graham McRae for our artwork. Thank you to Fifi Folios for our internet stuff. And thanks to Minus Violet for our music. Until next time. See, see you in, in the, the 90s. 90s. Is that what we usually say? That's it. Really? Mm-hmm. It just came out. <laughs>